the world's most advanced color correction tool for Mac just got more powerful. DaVinci Resolve 8 from Blackmagic Design. With XML import, export, multi-layer timelines, curve grading, noise reduction, stabilization, 3D alignment, OpenCL, and more. DaVinci Resolve 8 is available from $995. Current users can download the update for free. And try DaVinci Resolve Lite, a reduced featured version that's still packed with power. Visit www.blackmagic-design.com What, in addition to the right equipment, does it take for the job of film editing? Welcome to The Cutting Room. I'm your host, Gordon Burkell, and in this episode, we do our final installment of my interview with Kanan Flowers. Now, Kanan's the host of That Post Show, and right after the interview, we're going to actually talk about a few things for NAB, the pub night, as well as a few events that are coming up, as well as we have our new forward film review. So, in the meantime, please enjoy my interview with Kanan Flowers. I do want to touch on your some of your film work, because you've actually worked on some pretty impressive projects. I was wondering if you could tell me how you got involved with Star Wars Episode Three. All the films that I've worked on started out in the following way. Someone on set said, holy crap, we have this footage in this format, you know, Viper, Red, you know, JVC, GY, HD 220, you know, wh whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And we have to get, we need to get this footage into a high quality 10-bit codec that we can use so that we can edit it in Avid, Final Cut Pro, you know, whatever editing Vegas, whatever editing software they're using, right? And someone said, oh, I know a guy who can do that. And that guy was me. And so, you know, you're talking about films from seven, eight years ago at this point, right? So that's how that started. And then what that turned into was, boy, it would, you know, it sure would be nice if we could look at these dailies and in real time we could color correct them to look like we think they should look on final output. And so I wrote some software that allows you to drag a couple of images into an image well and then do playback through Final Cut. And what it does is it in real time color corrects the, the footage so that you can look at the footage and basically see what it would look like based on reference images. And so then that became, oh, well, this film and that film, you know. So the thing that's really funny about it is, I mean, first of all, IMDb is a psychotic yeah. place to, if you've done any film work, you know that it's basically like somebody took a shotgun and just fired it randomly into all directions and some of it hit and some of it didn't and some of it missed the mark. And so you can't really look at an IMDb resume and say what somebody's worked on. I mean, I've, I've worked on hundred films that are not on the IMDb resume. And so, I, I mean, I guess that probably answers your question. Now, there's, there's a film which I always mention, which I'm a giant fan of, which is the used to be called Wasting Away. Now it's called Ah Zombies. And the reason I mention that film is because the two guys that created it were these two unknown filmmakers. They put about, you know, half a million dollars of their own money into it. They made this film about zombies. It's a zombie comedy from the perspective of the zombies. And we entered it into festivals. I mean, I did a ton of work on that film. We entered it into festivals. And then they, you know, they won Scream Fest in L.A. in 2007. They got a bunch more festival awards, audience award, this and that. And then the thing got distributed over Netflix and iTunes recently. It's, but it's never really been in the theater other than festivals. And so that is, that is a great example for me for a million different reasons, not the least of which is here you have a, you know, a film by a couple of guys 
They did it. They were passionate about it. I mean, it's the American dream, right? Yeah. You make a film. It gets distributed. It may not make it into theaters, but they certainly made money off of it. Mm -hmm. And you can go on Netflix right now and watch it, and I suggest that you do because it's actually quite good. You know, these guys, they make a little bit of money every time somebody watches it on Netflix or rents it on iTunes or mm -hmm. however that works out, and they're going on to do other films. I mean, how cool is that? A film that completely bypassed the traditional distribution medium but still made money. I was actually going to ask you to juxtapose the working environment on something like that where it's very small unit, very indie-wise compared to something big like, um, you know, Episode 3 or the other big films like King Kong. Oh, well, it's, I mean, it's pretty simple, right? I'm a cog, I'm a freelance cog in a machine, you know, doing... 400 hours of work for, you know, maybe 20 frames of video on a big film versus, you know, and, and, and my name is listed with 8,000 other people, if it's even listed because mm -hmm. I was freelance and who knows, versus, you know, I'm working directly with Matt and Sean and this is their dream yeah. and they're totally stoked about it. And, you know, there's a level of, of excitement and a level of enthusiasm that is completely infectious and you can tell that these guys really wanted to make this film mm -hmm. and you get to be a part of that well i have uh, one last question for you and that i ask this all the people i interview and that's uh, what's your favorite guilty pleasure film to watch oh you know i mentioned it on on the on the podcast with uh, adam lissagor but uh oh gosh it's so I would, unfortunately, I would probably have to take, you know, the time to come up with a top 10 list, mm -hmm. but I will say this, the three films that I could watch a million times and never get tired of are 10 Things I Hate About You, yeah. Slither, okay. and Zombieland, and Can't Hardly Wait is in the running. Yeah. So thanks for letting me interview you. Of course. So that was my interview with Kane and Flowers. Lauren? Hi. How are you? We missed you last week. I'm fine. How are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. Good. So we have a forward film review winner okay. who doesn't realize he won because I accidentally told him he didn't win. Why did you tell him that? Because he guessed and I thought that was an old guess. So I responded saying no, that's the wrong one, but he was actually right. Surprise, Jeremy Weinstein. You are a winner. Yes. And he guessed E.T. correctly. Very good. We have a few new shirts that we can send to Jeremy, and I'll send him an email and show him what he can get. Perfect. He can select one. Yeah. In the meantime, we have a new forward film review. Yes. So, I don't even know what this one is. The Running Girl. Oh, I don't like that clue. Okay. Gordon and I have, um, have a sidebar, and I'm not sold on this clue, folks, Sorry. but if someone gets it, I'll be really impressed. Yeah. Now, we have a pub night coming up in Las Vegas. Mm hmm And we're doing it at O'Shea's at 3555 Las Vegas Boulevard South. So that's 3555. Las Vegas Boulevard South. That's the one. Now, I'm going to put this up on the webpage, so you can go to cuttingroom.aotg.com. Mm -hmm. It's going to take place Thursday, April 19th at 8 p.m. And we haven't really booked the pub. Oh. Because... How do you know for sure it's going to be there? We've called and we've talked to them. Yeah. And... They're just not confident that they... Well, we can't guarantee numbers. So we can't say, yeah, we're going to have and 100 hold people space. Right. and hold the space. And we can't... 
say we're gonna have 20 people and hold the space. So we're gonna show up. And knock their socks off. Yeah. That's so the, the cool. more the merrier. Yes, You'll make exactly. it look really awesome if lots of people show up. Yeah, exactly. I and will not be there. <laughs> if you're a fan of post chat on Twitter that we do, yeah. Tage will be there. Yeah. As will, which his handle is at Tage Barbara. And as will Jesse, his is at Droid. Okay. And will Richard be there? No, unfortunately not. And Gord will be there. And I'll be there at Art Guilty. At Art Guilty. Have you yeah. tried to get it at AOG? Yeah, some Russian company has it. Boo. Yeah. Sorry. If you're at a Art. Russian listener and you know the company. Yeah. Hook us up. Um, yeah, so we're going to have lots of fun there. We have four shirts coming to arrive at the AOTG offices mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. to give away. Mm-hmm. Offices? Kitchen table. Excellent. Yeah, we just don't know what we're going to do to give them out, like what kind of contest. Okay. And my week next week is going to be a lot lighter than it was this week. So I'm going to use that time to see if I can get some other surprise gifts from companies. Perfect. Because I like giving shit away for free. So. Hey, why not? (gasps) You just got us the explicit tag on iTunes. I know I did. Oh my gosh. So Mm -hmm. now if you're going to nab, I got an email from one of our listeners actually. Yeah. And that would be Rochelle. Rochelle. Miss Winters. My bell. And she's helping put on the Creative Master Series at cool. NAB. So she was wondering if I could let people know about the editing ones and let, you know, mm-hmm. everyone know. So what, what is the Creative Master Series? Can I start there? Uh, it's a couple of panels uh, focusing on specific creative talents. So like editing, sound. Yeah. And, and they bring in some of the top. It brings in the key player. I'm just looking at something here. It brings in the key players in the motion picture, TV, advertising, and online communities yeah. to shine light on the craftsmanship of content. There you go. That's cool. That's actually straight from what I was going to read. Well, I'm going to read it now. And from story to sound and picture, from pre-production through post, learn about the latest trends and challenges and gain insight into how leading filmmakers use new tools and techniques to produce today's most innovative entertainment. And I would imagine also meet some great um, contacts and do some networking. So that's cool. So that's the Creative Masters Series Conference. And Rochelle was the one that you spoke to. So um, maybe you could probably Google that and find out a lot of information. But for now, we can tell you. Not Rochelle, that would be kind of awkward. No, but if they need a contact, oh, find yes. out information, I'm well, sure that's Rochelle the thing. would be helpful. She sent me the only press release, because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't really have press releases, so they gave me a couple Word documents, Yeah. and I'm going to stick them up on aotg.com slash room. Yeah, everything will be there. If you're going, if you're going, make sure to sign in soon, because tickets are limited. And also let people know that you heard about it through AOTG. Maybe that'll be yeah. cool. And just if you're wondering off the top of your head, is this going to be on a day that I'll be in Las Vegas? It'll be on April 17th from 12 to 1 p.m. Is it just one? Of them? Oh, here's another one. Yeah. So Tuesday, April 17th, we have... The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, it's fifth largest opening. Yeah, and that's very timely. Mm-hmm. So cool. So that'll so, be with the director, director Gary Ross, sound designer of Hunger Games, and co-supervising sound editor of Abduction, Bill Dean, sound designer and supervisor of The Hunger Games and Drive, Lon Bender. There we go. My God. Then on Wednesday, April 18th, and again, 
if we butchered this, I'm really sorry. We're, yeah, we're, we're just trying to get the information out there. It'll all be on the website. It'll all be on the website, cuttingroom.aotg.com. That's probably the best place, but let's just keep this and agonizing moment <laughs> This going. awkward, socially yes. awkward. Uh, then Wednesday, April 18th, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., mm -hmm. it's uh, editing collaboratively, collaboratively in the new world of post-production. May I tell you who will be there? Go ahead. Okay, it'll be... AC editor of The Descendants and Sideways, Kevin Tent. It will be the picture editor of The Walking Dead and The Mist, Hunter M. Via. And I'll be supervising editor of Cartoons, Mater Tall Tales, and second editor of Brave, Torben Zan Bullock. That's a total guess on that Zan part. That could be anything. Okay. And these are really just two of many mm -hmm. sessions that they're going to be doing it looks like they're doing stuff to do with um the vampire diaries more walking dead all sorts of stuff so definitely something to check out i mm -hmm. would think and again we're going to post this all online yeah so that you can check it out well it's saying here if you want more information obviously go to aotg.com or uh you can go to nabshow.com and search Creative Master Series. Yes. Now, Lauren. Yes. We also have to figure out a new game to get people winning shirts. We tried the drawing game. Yeah. And I'm still playing it. But I don't know how we're going to integrate this with this. Yeah, I think, I don't know that it's something that we can integrate with a lot of other people. Yeah. It's kind of a one-on-one -on -one Speaking of which, thing. Jamie Cobb popped up for a second, gave me an image, and then when I went to go figure it out, she disappeared. Jamie. She canceled the game. Jamie, so. disgraceful. My God. Oh, I wanted to say, so yes, yeah, so we do want to come up with a game, a new game. So any ideas, please send and them. I do love the idea of that drawing game. And also, that person is obviously has their finger on the pulse. Because uh, it took off. It took off. Well, I think it was on its way to taking off and was sold for, what, 200 million or 200 something? 200 million. So that's nuts. So come up with other ideas for games. We'd love to hear them. And we have some cool new shirt designs, thanks to James Weber. And you can make us take off to $200 million if you just buy <laughs> one t-shirt. Just one t-shirt. Yeah. So one other thing that I did want to say was anyone going to LA and they know what Gord looks like, I would like you to sneak up behind him and say, hey, Gordo. So anyone who wants to show that they're a true guillotine head, come up behind Gord and say, a Gordo right in his ear and totally creep him out. And I want I want to hear that like 20 people did this to you during NAB. So please. During NAB or because you said Los Angeles? Oh, I meant, I meant Las Vegas. So during and actually any time, any, like if you happen to live in, if this is Tej and you live in Toronto and you see Gord sometimes, a Gordo. It's kind of, you're making it sound like the Fonz, like a. No, it's more like um, I own a white van, and <laughs> it has no windows. A Gordo. <laughs> I'd like to thank Keenan. I'd like to also thank my producer Lauren Woodcock. I'm Gordon Raquel. Thank, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>